Before today's episode of the It's Just Money podcast, we want to talk to you about the Vigit app. The Vigit app is the number one sports betting social media app in the entire world. We cannot recommend this app enough to you. We talk about it every day. You probably heard us say it about a thousand times and you're going to hear it a thousand and one times because we believe in it that much. There are great changes coming to this app and they're going to include new features that you cannot miss out on. We're giving you the opportunity now to get a thousand free coins by using the code It's Just Money when you first sign up for the app. You can find it in the Apple Play Store or the Google Play Store. They're in both. It's the best of both worlds. It's the greatest app in the world. When you get on there, join our betting link using passcode WIN393. Download the Vigit app today. Use both of those codes. Let's utilize that app. Track us. We'll track you. And let's win some great prizes. Let's go. Is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. Tell them to bring me my money. Okay, we are back. It is the It's Just Money podcast presented by Vigit. This is episode 27. The boys are all here once again. We are happy to have everyone back. Today we're covering the NBA, the Olympics, another college football topic you guys will have to stay tuned to hear about. Let's talk to the boys. Boys are here. Let's lead off with Schaefer this time. Uh, thanks. I get the first honors. Uh, no, I'm good. Um, one another NBA Finals bet again this weekend. We took the Bucks spread. Um, I didn't mean to call you out, Camden, but you did forget to tweet my other winner of the uh, – Devin Booker plus 300 to lead all scorers that that cashed why didn't you tweet it motherfucker <laughs> hey whoa whoa watch the language not in front of the fans um no I'm just kidding but yeah we did we did win two picks so that was good um we're hot hopefully we have at least one maybe two more games I'm seeing probably just one coming ahead but now that was one of the best games I watched so can't complain Suns and five is not happening anymore in case anybody was following. <laughs> That's actually out the door now. That's not even possible. Suns and five did not happen. That <laughs> chime in comes from Reese. Reese, how are we doing? Uh, I'm good. Uh, this weekend, I'm about to go for a run. Then my bud, good friend, Cam Parks, just said he is. He's like, hey, man, I don't know if you went on DK yet today, but they got a 20% boost on all, all MOB games this weekend. I go, That's why you're my friend. That's why I love you. <laughs> so I logged on there, put in a couple bets, did good. Uh, yesterday, yesterday was not the day. I went, I went two and zero on uh, Saturday, and then of course on Sunday I go zero and three. So that's just the way she goes some days. But you know, yeah, win some you lose some. But we're just doing part of the lifestyle, man. Yeah. Oh, and then well, I mean, even on Vigit, I went on there because I forgot about bets I put or bets I picked zero and three on Sunday as well on Vigit too. So just Sunday was just not my day. But you know, today's a new day and new week's coming for us. So to us, I love that. JP, what's up? Uh. Yeah, I'm doing pretty well, not going to lie. I have been on an absolute hair so far. Um, a little bit of college football research, doing it in the old-fashioned way, reading a hard uh, – is that a hardcover? Just a, a magazine instead it's of – a magazine cover. Say magazine, man. No, it says hard copy, but, like, it's not a hard cover. What yeah. is hard? A hard cover. A hard cover just means, like, it's like a book. So a hard – Flat online. Not important. Anyway – uh, right now, doing pretty well. I got a couple MLB stuff going on right now. 
Um, I took the Cardinals tonight, looking good, as long as they don't put this one down their leg. Um, and I'd like to point out that I am number two right now behind old Craig in the betting league. I was just I don't know if anybody Craig still tearing that up. Jesus, man. Dude, he's already hey, I'm, at I'm, like, I'm I'm getting there. I'm eleven and five right now, and I'm up like I think close to two thousand coins. Um and so but Craig's like ninety nine and like thirties or something like that. And he's up there. I'm about to just start tailing Craig. I mean, just start like everything he's doing. I'm just gonna fucking take what he's taking, man. Dude, you don't have enough time. That guy bets every game. <laughs> Literally every game. It's he's forty six, seventeen and two. Jordan's <laughs> eleven and five. <laughs> I'm on a heater. He's got right a behind him, buddy. <laughs> there are betters that are quality over quantity, and then there's fucking Craig. And Craig <laughs> is I need, get, to, I need to real money his picks. I'd be fucking loaded. Yeah, he's tearing it up. But then again, you look at it last month, he was like 388, 311. So you're still losing 311 bets <laughs> in a month. Yeah, but you're winning 380. You're up 77 units. Do you dude. even know? Does he even enjoy the win? I don't know. But it's I'm about gonna, the I'm experience. Sure. He enjoys the money. He might need to get on the podcast and teach us how to win. Dude, there's no sure. way that guy bets real money. <laughs> there's no way he doesn't eat. Dude, well, whatever he's doing, it's working. Yeah, he's been eating lately. He probably got him a ninety dollars. Oh, he's, he's got he's got some gift cards from Amazon or some shit coming his way, man. He's been taking some heavy ass money lines. I mean, he's got some that are pretty good wins, but I don't know. Relax, Schaefer. We're not here to bash a guy that has a minus three fifty white socks. I'm just figuring out his his wins. Fuck <laughs> it. Okay. I'm just saying that if that, he, this guy bets real money and he he bets at the same quantity, there's no way if his wife's at like ten o'clock, like let's go to old Chicago. Like, sorry, wife, my bank account is empty. I put money on every game tomorrow. There's just <laughs> no way. He's got a window from like eight a.m. to like eleven a.m. where he has all the money from his winnings the day before, and then it just goes right back out into like. 11. We got to see if the Indians are winning tonight. If the Indians win tonight, we got fucking appetizers coming, baby. <laughs> Honey, come down and watch the Mariners Yankees game. It depends on whether or not we eat. Uh, we push responsible gambling here, if you can't tell. Okay, let's uh, turn the page. Not really, though. Um, we're here to talk about me because I'm the winner. Um, the draft is complete for college football helmets. JP predicted himself correctly. He became he came in last place at 14.3% of the votes, followed by Reese with 19% of the votes in three, third place, then Schaefer with 27% of the votes, oh, fuck, and then Don Parksey oh. at 39.7% of the votes. So I'll take it. Rigged is – I mean, you just have to have a better strategy. You said yourself you're fucked up, but next – Oh, no, not for me. I, I messed my own self up. I was just saying rigged on the fourth pick. Dude, I got – it's good to have the last pick. You had three oh, helmets. You could have chose any of my top picks. Yeah, you – Yeah, you but the fourth pick is the most powerful. <laughs> I went with three shiny ones. I fucked up. <laughs> three shiny. I didn't like your Baylor pick. That really fucked you. That was really bad. Well, if I also – if I would have shut my mouth and not talked about how somebody could have – or I was going to steal somebody's, I would have got Oklahoma <laughs> State, and I would have got that one. I know. Oh, you wouldn't have. I would have taken that one. Either. No, you wouldn't have. That was my – Because you were like, you were like, oh, I'm worried, so you might take mine, so I'm going to take this one now. Well, I thought I could get it. I didn't know you knew about it. JP was we're so worried about time. other people taking his yeah. picks that he didn't take his favorite That's helmet. True. Ever. <laughs> true. Very true. That's <laughs> exactly <laughs> Well, that's tough, and you live and you learn, and next time we do a draft where we post and vote, then maybe you'll be the winner. 
and take me off my IORs. I'm 2-0. All right, let's jump to the NBA. Schaefer, you can lead us off. Um, Bucks obviously lead the series 3-2 now with game what, six now. Tonight, Tuesday, July 20th. What do you think about the series? Huge win for the Bucks on the road, obviously. What do you think? Yeah, huge. That almost became very scary in a choking way. Um, Drew Holiday made one of the greatest plays uh, in NBA defensive plays, I should say, in NBA Finals history, followed by a fucking in-your-face, here's-my-nuts-on-your-face dunk by Giannis over Chris Paul. Um, Chris – or not Chris Paul. I should say Giannis is kind of winning over my heart right now. I don't know. I, he, he The way he just fucking plays and he tries so damn hard and he really cares about this small market team is really – kind of won me over I've talked shit about him on this pod before I still have a, my opinions about his skill level but it's I mean the, when you're seven foot tall and you're as athletic as he is he's one of the most gift, gifted athletes that ever been placed on this earth um I mean yeah the, the Suns look kind of lost and particularly Chris Paul who really was not in the game until the fourth quarter I mean he was absent for about fucking seven quarters it was I mean I don't know what his deal is I mean all the podcasts and the news and articles I read think he's hurt there's speculation he's hurt obviously it's like a Kawhi thing we're not going to find out until the shit's all over but you can obviously tell something's wrong and he just doesn't want to be a part of the game that being said I just think there's no way Milwaukee doesn't lose tomorrow and that's that's kind of bit me in the ass before saying stuff like that but I don't think there's any way they lose tomorrow however a pick I like um, going into tomorrow, desperation time. I like Phoenix's money line in the first quarter. For those who aren't first that big basketball, yeah, first quarter money line at plus 125. Okay, I like that. I just think that they – obviously they need this game really bad. They have come out hot before in games and then choked. Well, they just came out big in the last much, game in the first quarter. How much better can they play, yeah, they, like, in all honesty? You got D-Book who, what, dropped another 40. He's yeah. got – I mean, Booker's playing – He's playing good. He played okay last game, but he literally takes every shot. His point over, by the way, is at 30 and a half. I think that's another great play. You know he's going to take every shot. The, Chris Paul, is, he's done. I just don't think that he's going to be shooting the basketball. I don't think he's going to be scoring that much. They're going to rely that, on Booker again. That or he becomes too much for him, his own self. Like, he tries to do too much. That is one thing you can always count on if yeah. you bet on Booker. It's like a total over or point over is he's going to get his shots up. That yeah. guy, even in transition, if he's double team, triple team, he's going to wait, find a way to put the ball. The and he has himself. not been missing. Like he's he, and he, he, he played okay last game, but you know he's guaranteed for like 30 shots. So, yeah. he's going to have to shoot really, really bad to not hit that over. But – I can live with it if he takes 30 shots and he doesn't hit his over. Like, they, you know the ball is going to at least be in his hands and you can count on that. Do they, so that's they another sit, play I like. Do they sit and let D-Book do his thing the whole night again? Because they've lost two or three straight games, right? And as yeah, well as it's, I mean, it's, playing, you have Chris Ball, who is uh, whatever his situation is. Like, obviously, everybody has their opinion on if they want him to have a ring or not, if they like Chris Ball or not, like what the situation is. But at the same time, I feel like Chris Ball is one of those guys that can get so worked up and end up you know, being detrimental to his own team. He, yes and no. I think, like, to the public eye, sometimes he seems that way. I think that a healthy Chris Paul is a franchise-changing player. I mean, obviously, he proved that in OKC with that bad team last year. He proved it this year. Like I said, I just think there's something wrong with him. I think within the walls um, of Phoenix, they know that. And that's why you see Booker taking extra amounts of shots in these last 
two games in particular. So I don't know. They're going to, they're going to have to rely heavy on Booker. And I don't know if there's much of a second option. Aiton's not really your guy to go out there and score. He's more of like touching up around the rim and trying to finish putbacks, you know, finish layups, stuff like that. So you can't really rely on him. Who's your, you know, second guy, Mikhail Bridges. Uh, he, he's done it once in this I series. Think the bigger issue is how are they going to stop the quote, quote unquote, the big three in Milwaukee right now. Yeah. Three guys that's another thing. If Drew Holiday plays, <laughs> I shit on Drew Holiday. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. What a comeback game. 27 and you went 27 points, 13 assists. And just, yeah, he's had like I, one game in each series where he's just gone off. Other than that, he's been, I was so happy for him though. Cause I'm a Drew Holiday fan, but I've been hard on him this series and this playoffs because he just hadn't showed up. And this is the first time he's been in the limelight. Everybody's always said he's underrated, but he's never really been in the light. And well, he he's playing terribly. He listened. He's like, that fucking kid over there. And I'm fuck Sioux Falls. Call me out. That's all it took. You were, yeah. yeah I, I guess I motivated him. Yeah, yeah. Drew Holiday definitely stumbled upon the It's Just Money podcast <laughs> when he was listening for the lines of his game, which the lines are for game six, I might mention. It's five right now in favor of the Bucks. The over-under is 222, which went way over last game. And the money line for the Suns is plus 171. Do we think the over is in the right spot? So the um, over-under, has that been hitting when the Bucks have won games? No, the over hit last it's game. Hit in, it's far. hit in every game except one. Wasn't that five? Uh, yeah, five, but the Bucks won that game too. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. They only hit then. Or did you, did you hear that insane stat that the Suns are the – that Suns loss is the second time in like 30,000 games. They shot over 50% from the field, yeah. over 65% yeah. from three point range, over fi- over 90% from the free throw line, and they lost. That's like, I was just going to say that's that. That's insane. I'm pretty sure every starting, uh, every starter for the Suns hit their point over yeah. for their bets. That's but like, then, like, you know, and like on, the, on the flip side, like the Bucks had, they had their big three where the first time they had 25 or three guys yep. score 25 points or more on 50% shooting better from the field. Like, They're unbeatable. They played that good, and then that team played that good. Like, that's just a good basketball game, Mike. That's like it's a- been one of the better finals, so I've heard, than that, that have been in, like, the last 10 years almost. Yeah. Like, just competitive. Every game's close, at least to some extent, and kind of the end pulled away in some games. Mm-hmm. But going back to what you just said about every f- score hitting their over in points, imagine having, like, a fan duel, same-game parlay, like this yeah. is a – like, imagine having all that and then – putting the Suns money line on top of it and everything goes right. That's like a fighter knocking a fighter down 25 times and then getting knocked the fuck out. Like, what do you do? What do you do? You can't do anything more if you're the Phoenix Suns. Yes. Um, I, don't, I don't see the Bucks losing this game either. I think, I think five's a good number if you're going to bet the Bucks because I think they cover just at the end. In desperation, there's going to be fouls for the last minute 30 if they're up by six. I, I think that Phoenix is kind of towards the end. Uh, as far as health is concerned. And I think Milwaukee, surprisingly, is hitting their stride. Yeah. And when all three of them play that well, by all three, I mean Middleton, Giannis, and uh, Drew Holiday, I mean, even the Nets would have a hard time beating this team if they were fully healthy. Those three those three are really good. Um, they're a really fucking good team when they're all clicking on the same page. And I think that tomorrow, I think I can see, like, the Suns getting out early and winning that first quarter by two, maybe three points. Um, just by playing the best quarter, and then they just slow down at the end, and they just can't keep up. And then I think the Bucks probably cover. Weren't the, weren't the Suns up big uh, last game 16. in the first quarter? Yeah. And they, like, dude, you blinked, and they fucking came back so fast. Yeah. It was insane. 
Uh, a couple talking points, Giannis and ones. How many times has this guy had an and one this series? Like a total number, do you think? Because I think it was seven in game five. He had seven and ones, really? Yeah. Well, think about what we have to talk about it too. Drew Holiday's pass, the balls to throw that alley-oop at the end of the game. Yeah, but people forget how bad Giannis fucking missed that free throw. Um, yeah, I mean, that's maybe I haven't noticed because he fails to convert half of those and ones. But, I mean, now you say that, yeah, he's really physical around the rim and he can get any and one that he wants. Well, that guy should go should go do that every time, every chance yeah. you get, man. You're seven <laughs> foot. You just go to the rim, you're going to get contact. <laughs> just figure out how to shoot the free ball. I think the they do give him a little more uh, lean wet, leeway in foul, foul calls. I mean, I remember having, what was it, game five when I had the Suns. I think that Giannis got way more calls than he should have. Um I mean, he's just a bigger guy, and they think when they take him off balance, he just – there's some – they think for some reason there's just a bunch of force, and that's contact. I don't know. I'm not sure. But whatever. Okay, so final picks for the game. I like the Bucks minus five. Uh, I don't know about the over-under yet. We might play that. You like Suns, first quarter money line, Schaefer. Yep. Anything else at the moment, or are you going to dabble on it tomorrow? Leaning, leaning Devin Booker, um, 30 and a half, and then I – Gun to my head, I would probably pick Bucks minus five as well. Uh, JP and Reese, do you have a play or an idea of what you would play? I don't have a play at the moment. I'm truly going to do more looking tomorrow and just kind of, you know, collect my thoughts a little bit um, and go off that. But I will be tuned in. I going to watch tomorrow, Jordan. Sorry, Reese. No, no, no. Jordan, you watch tomorrow. I only missed one game. Ah, uh, was Man. it? Please tell me it wasn't the last. Yeah, you did oh, miss the last game. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. It was. You weren't, watching, you weren't watching game four either when we were texting about it. You were watching something else. Hey, he was watching college football highlights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were talking no, about no, it. We were no, like, no, oh, no, yeah, I'm watching the background. <laughs> the no, game was on in the background? You liar. Yeah, it wasn't the main <laughs> thing I was watching, but it was on. Okay, I don't know if you guys have noticed this, but I've been tracking it the last couple of weeks, really paying attention to it. But the Vigit app, if you haven't heard us talk about it before – um, they offer a percentage chance to win underneath the team's names in like the in-depth game analysis for each game. Mm-hmm. As the Suns at a 65% chance to win tomorrow. What? Yeah, 64.3% chance to win tomorrow. And it's very good and very accurate for MLB games. I haven't seen it much for an NBA pick, but if it does hit, they get new. And I don't know why that line is there or how that model is based and puts yeah. those percentages out. But that's shocking, because especially with how home court has worked this entire series, we talked about it before. Yep. That's why it's such a shocker in Game Five for the Bucks to come out and win that, especially when the Suns mm-hmm. played so well. So it'll be interesting. We forgot. We got to get Reese's pick. Oh yeah, oh, Go Reese. What I, was just, I was. I, I love cheering for the Suns, but that Game Four, watching them just absolutely piss that down their leg, and I had their money line. Just, I think I'm just gonna go for. I, I want to go for the over because like. It's just hard to watch all the flop and shit like that. So I can maybe cheer for the flop and if we're going to get more fouls and get more free throws. So I think I would just take the over because, like I would, like you said, last game would hit pretty good. And if D-Bucks going to have to do what he's going to have to do and just go shoot all the time, and then if those three can have any sort of game they did for the Bucks last time, I mean, points, points, points. So Points, points, points. Points, points, points. To close the NBA, I want to hear it. It's a little bit of a bombshell. I'm ready for to hear your full argument on why they're so bad. What's wrong with NBA, NBA ref, Schaefer? Um, well, good I think that they're kind of taught to ref a certain way. 
Otherwise, they won't get their paycheck. I'm not saying it's rigged, but they, I don't know. There are some aspects. It's like, they just make different calls than you've never seen in basketball in general. I don't think that they're not, some of them are not fouls. I'm just, people are just not used to seeing some of them, like the side to side swipes and some of the contact stuff. People just like to bitch about it and say it's not basketball. Well, in the book, it, I mean, most of the time it is a foul. It's just, you're different. If you got to ref these guys a different way, they're fucking incredible, big, physical, strong athletes. You just have to ref them a different way. I don't, I don't know. I think, yeah, the refing is bad, but it's the game is too beautiful for it to really ruin it. I think, I think what happens is you get, obviously you get um, meetings with, you know, referees from the league and things like that. And the head offices, I don't know what they call the NBA refs or association or whatever. But they get listed as certain things that happened in the last game, what they need to watch out for, what to put emphasis on. And I think that a lot of times can make somebody overthink and overlook for something. And then that becomes like the focal point. Like it's not supposed to. It's just supposed to get taken out of the game. But they, I mean, but they ref, they ref the last possession really well. They didn't call a foul on Holiday. It was a very clean swipe for the ball. I thought that that was a great no call. Cookies. And then the and one was a perfect call. And honestly, they missed the flagrant because Chris Paul, that was dirty as fuck. He could have really hurt Giannis and all, honestly. Yeah, they fucked up in game four. But, I mean, I'm a referee too. Uh, and I ref this weekend. Oh, oh, it's, it's, it's fucking hard. It is hard. A lot of people like talk shit. Japer, you do 11-year-olds. And these guys are <laughs> oh, doing oh, grown oh, men. Oh, seven, I did 17-year-olds this weekend. Oh, how'd that go? Did you yeah, make any bad calls? <laughs> I'm more of a let them play kind of guy. Oh, <laughs> let him bang down. You would, you could never rep the NBA then. Um, okay, transferring over to the Olympics. Oh, the Cubs are so bad. Shut up. The, the Cubs are bad. Oh yeah, they just—I mean—they're not playing well. Terrible air. Bobby wants two hundred million dollars and he has back-to-back airs in the same inning. You know what? So let's go to let's go to the MLB. Let's talk a little bit about the MLB. If you want to bring it up, um, I want to lead off with this. The MLB is day-to-day, so everybody knows. I went to the Orioles game. If you didn't follow our Snapchat, I laid the Orioles money line for fun and the over. I definitely thought the over was going to hit, and it did. Not until the eighth inning and a meaningless home run. And here's me in the crowd. Great gambling story. Kid behind me is like a 12-year-old. And I'm sitting there watching this game. The Orioles are getting piss-pounded because they're the worst team ever. And I'm, I'm enjoying it because I knew that they were going to lose. And this kid goes – Come on, pitcher, strike him out. Royals fan being that is. And I, I just look at my girlfriend and I say, fuck you, kid. We need a homer. <laughs> Next pitch, absolute no doubter to left from Severano. And I was like, yes, I'm cheering. It's nine to two. I'm on my feet. I'm like, yes, yes. People are looking at me like, look at this dumbass Orioles fan cheering. It's nine to two in the eighth. And I'm just sitting over there basking because I did not want to go 0-2 in our place. Um, the Orioles suck, and then they won the next two game two and three of that series after I left. So maybe this is a turnaround. The over, and they won tonight too. They did. They're never going to lose again after I went and saw them. So I'm the difference. That's a winning streak. Yeah, two is back to back. Three, that's a streak. It has been done before. <laughs> okay, so the MLB in general, where are we at? You might ask. Well, the New York Mets are in first place, and this is what I want to talk about their first place baseball team in that division and they had possibly the worst and I mean the worst major league baseball play I have ever seen. Oh, Bases yeah. loaded, 
Swinging oh, yeah. bunt from the Pirates in the bottom of the first. Yeah, pitcher goes over, thinks it's a fa- foul ball, scoops it foul to just keep it in foul territory. The ball is called fair. Nobody picks the baseball up, and all three runs score, and the ball is hit maybe 12 feet. That was that, – that reminds me of – Shay, if you remember NCAA 06, the baseball game, anytime a ball would go foul, no matter how far, they'd just – fling it as far as I could yeah exactly what happened like that's a I went into my brain I was like yeah that unlocks a memory but yeah that's just to me it's kind of crazy that the NL East is how it is just because the Mets tried so hard to sell out for this year I mean they're sitting in first place but they're only two games up on Philly and four on Atlanta like they're not running away with the division they sold out to win you know like in Philly I don't I don't have a lot of faith in Philly and I want Atlanta to do well again, but then now you have a situation where your Acuna's done for the year and a lot of things. So it's like Philly's bullpen's also shambles. Yeah. It's like if you're the Mets, like do you become you gotta be a buyer at the deadline, don't you? Like you have to go get something. Like something has to come. This has gotta be a year to go all in because I mean just nothing. I I feel like the East, I mean another like the Mets are sitting at top and it's it's only there only two years behind, but like the Mets are only six games above 500. And then you look at like the central where the Brewers are 17 games over the giants are 18 games over in the West. Mm-hmm. Like it's not the most, it's like not, not the best baseball, but like, I mean, if you're, if you're going to win a division, why the hell don't you just go all out and get your dudes. So when it does come playoff time, you're more prepared. What's with, what's with the East in like bad leagues, the NFC East, the NL East, like not the AL East. <laughs> The, no, the, the NL- AL East have the three-game winning streak Orioles in them. <laughs> best best division in baseball. Actually, I think yeah, the NL-, NL West is. The NL West um, is disgusting. Yeah, it's very good. And another ex-Oriole who's absolutely tearing it up over there in Kevin Gosman. So, that's a great yeah, – He's throwing tonight. Yeah, it's always a good time to bet on the Giants and Ke- Gosman's throwing that guy's a beast this year. Um, in the general scheme of baseball things, I think – the best team I've seen is – that's not leading their division, I should say. It's the Reds. I think the Reds definitely have a chance to take over that division against the Brewers. The Reds – I don't know how that series went. It, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how that series went. But Did they're anybody? the Reds yesterday, and they got beat 8 nothing. so. Ooh, that's not good. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think they were like five games behind the Brewers, and they opened up with three after the All-Star break. I think the Reds are going to be the team that kind of sneak through and then somehow make it into the playoffs. However – the Giants are very good. The Dodgers are very good. The Padres are very good. That division is absolutely stacked, and I have no idea where baseball is going to go. JP, the White Sox are going to be a team that I would be paying attention to a ton right now because they are going to be big buyers on the market right now. And like they have, you know, situations where they got um, guys coming back from injury. They have situations where they need a second baseman. They have, um, you know, they're in talks with the D-backs about go grabbing an All-Star there. You have a situation where. They're having the year they thought they would. It just it had been a little bit of an injury bug right now. But honestly, that's a team I'd really like to see do really well. And I think they can make some big moves at the line, at the deadline rather than the line of the deadline. And that can, that's a fun team to watch anyway. Like, it's got young power on it, like young superstars. That's not – like, it's not your Tatis and it's not your Acuna and it's not your Dodgers. But, like, there's someone to pay attention to. I feel like they're not – you know, as looked at, or maybe for us, like we know a little more about them being from the Midwest and obviously Chicago being a prominent, you know, sports um, town that people cheer for around here, but like nationally, like 
not a lot of White Sox coverage, I feel like. They haven't been – I mean, they haven't really been known since no. the World Series in 05. I yeah, mean. they haven't been that great of a franchise, but, like, I think they've got, like, a great shot. Like, they lost uh, game one tonight um, and one game two with Minnesota, so they split the day-to-day. But they got a chance to truly run away with that division and never look back and just get better and better at the deadline and get better with players getting back. And so that's a team to watch out for me. Reese, the other side of Chicago lies your favorite team, the Chicago Cubs, who I loved. I thought I was going to bet on yesterday, and I thought I was going to make it the play of the day. Their money line was like minus 115 against the worst, actual worst record team in baseball, and the Diamondbacks. Mm -hmm. What's going on? Because they lost. I don't know, man. Like I said, it's just – They've, like I said, when they're the they're the number one team in the central, they're three games up, and also when they drop eleven straight, man, they can they can be the best. They can shut up, Schaefer. Whatever, man. (laughs) Holy shit, that's a lot of fucking. It is a lot of games. Good thing it's one hundred sixty-two games. Whatever. (laughs) But I mean, like they can just they can show up and they can look like they like that that sixteen team, or they can show up and look like the team that lost one hundred and two games in two thousand eleven or something like that. Like they just. I don't know, man. And they're, I mean, they're shit. They just shipped out Jock to Atlanta because, I mean, you lose Acuna, so you need to pick up a guy there. Um, but I don't know. It's, it sucks, but it just, it, they're, I think it's going to happen. They're going to start breaking up the band. Um, yeah, I think they're going to have to become sellers to save themselves. Because they and I mean, and I mean, like I said, like I said in the last episode, too, like the, the chance of like us winning the Central is just, there's just so much ground to make up for against a Brewers team that's pitching is just so good. Um, and then, like I said, if, if you're going to come out of that division, you have to get one of the wild card spots, and you're going to go up against um, one of the teams in the West if you're going to do that. And, like, we just don't stack up against those guys. Like, our pitching just is not there. Alizé just isn't that dude anymore. Arietta's, I mean, he wasn't the guy we had in 15 and 16. He's so good. He's so good for us, but he just isn't that Reese. guy. Hendricks. Great, they got you. What? Hold on. I got you. Never mind. Are you going to get there? Or Is he going to play something for you or what? Nope, nope, I got you. Fucking moment of silence. <laughs> Hold on. There's an ad. There's an ad. Hold on. That Minnesota's shirt you got on. By the way, 11 is a shit ton of games, but it's not a losing streak because we didn't want it. It's only a streak if we won it. There we go. You yeah. haven't heard this in a while. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Turn well, they won. They didn't win yesterday, but they won the day before in Arizona. I mean, how they're how are they doing today? I guess. That's a good win. I thought it'd hear. I thought it'd be good to hear that again. Right? Oh yeah, and we had a, we had a comeback to win against the Diamondbacks too. But hey, wins a win. Are you talking about how the Cubs you know? are doing tonight? Yeah. Oh, they're getting slaughtered. I, I took the. Oh card. yeah, no, they're playing the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. Cubs go. Yeah. They're down eight three, top yeah. nine. Schaefer, you like that? But song? dude, the card. I I didn't. I had no idea the Cardinals were going to be there. They had the same. They're the same record as us. They're like they're like two games yeah. under five hundred now. They're not playing good baseball. In my mind, no. But I don't know. It's 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 a down year for the Cubbies. I, my, what I hope we do is I hope we keep Chris and I hope we keep um, Rizzo. I can see us getting rid of Javi if he wants two hundred million dollars. He's going to go somewhere that's going to pay him two hundred million dollars. I just defensively he's good enough, but just offensively he hasn't. I mean last year with COVID and I mean this year like he just hasn't been as productive as he usually is I mean he's having a decent year but he's just not that all-star for us that's I think worth 200 million dollars so I, I just see him getting shipped out and thank you while we had you buddy you're like you the the plays you made in the 15 playoffs and 16 world series run man I just stuff you'll never forget as a Cubs fan but I think it's time to probably see him go which sucks but 
I know a team that could use Javier Baez and they would get somewhat better. And it's the Baltimore Orioles. If they shipped <laughs> out every player besides Cedric Mullins and Trey Mancini, I think it would be a good thing. Bring it. I don't know why. JP, do you pitcher actually know why? That's what we need. We need pitching. We need hitting and we need fielding and uh, bullpen pitching. So if those things, I think those are required to win a baseball game, all four of those combined. Um, we need all of them. JP, why haven't the Orioles brought up Adley Rutschman yet? I think they don't want to waste a year. They don't want to sit in a situation where they know they're not going to be competitive and you don't want to put a guy, you know, one year in and then you're only two from arbitration and things like that. So I think keeping his, you know, contract the way it is and not bringing him up and down and wasting those is the smart move. Like they got a lot in the, you know, a lot to be happy about in the farm system. So I don't think they, they I think they are thinking like one big move up, you know, rather than, you know. Is it, isn't he in triple A? He is in double A at Bowie right now. Double A? I say, was he, so he was playing with Newstrom? Newstrom just got called up to triple A. Yeah, Newstrom just came up to triple A. That's pretty sick. So he, Newstrom's been raking, Adley's been playing well. Um, our arms in AAA have been all right. They haven't been, you know, with D.L. Hall and Grayson Rodriguez, haven't been exactly what we've wanted. Um, but Hendrick Kerstad's playing well. Like, we have pieces there in the farm system. It's just when you got to bring them up when you're ready to win, we're not ready to win. When are we going to be ready to win? I Two years. Not oh. next year. Maybe next year. Maybe. I don't know. Um, fun story. I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but one time I actually went and bought the MLB like TV package and I just bought it for the Orioles so I could watch all the Orioles games. And they went, they started the year four and 15 and I went in to cancel it because they were awful. And MLB actually offers a selection when they're like, why are you canceling? And it says, my team sucks. I selected that. <laughs> and that's, that's crazy. They are that bad though. All right. That wraps up the MLB. Obviously it's an everyday thing. So you'll continue to see, plays on the Vigit app and on our Twitter. If you don't follow us at it's just money pod, let's transfer over to the Olympics opening up with team USA basketball. They open with France in a, in group a on the 25th and then they play Iran. Do you think these games go differently than Nigeria and Australia? Yes. France is bad. So is Iran. Yes. And what are those are really bad. We need to get yeah, that the Evan Fournier though. I think he's playing. Let's look. So, like, for me with this, like, in, you know, like, sportsbooks allowing you to go and gamble on the Olympics and certain things, I'd be paying um, a lot of attention to it. Um, I already did, obviously, because the Olympics is a lot of fun every four years. But with lines on it, like, I just feel like that would, you know, it's just going to enhance the experience for everybody. Like, they're already, you know, chomping at the bit because you haven't had it. You're delayed. Now you're going to let us gamble on it. I was just saying another thing to think about, um, Middleton – Booker and I believe Holiday are all coming on the team um, after the finals. So, especially if tomorrow gets over, they'll have some time to rest up. And then I think that'll actually make a pretty big difference. What's you know? Iran's money line? I might take that. <laughs> it's got to be yeah. upwards. Hang on. United States is 13.5 point favorites against France, minus 1,000 on the money line. And that is Sunday at 7 a.m. Could you imagine I'll be up. Middleton and Holiday winning on Thursday and booking a flight across the world? Is 13 and a half worth it? Because I feel like we beat them by more than 13 and a half. I don't know. I feel like that's a scared line from Vegas. I feel that's a scared line just because they lost to Nigeria and Australia. I don't think a team that does that I think both gets those, those big lines. 
Both of those teams beat France, though. So that's- I feel like I feel like with the Olympics too, like <clears throat> like the refing style is different too, because like I feel like they're not going to give like those calls yeah. they usually give like in the NBA. You know what I mean? People rules yeah. are a little different. I don't know. Exactly. They do. People rules are different, but it shouldn't alter the game of basketball. I mean, I still think you still think you would you would see a lot of scores points scored by us. Mm-hmm. Like some guys are gonna have to eliminate some of those things that they do, or like they're trying to draw that contact and get that extra foul. Like they might not be calling that shit. You know what I mean? Like getting guys to jump and then jumping into them. Like are they not calling that shit? Yeah, that's a very, very fair point. I think I hope Team USA comes out better than they what what they've looked. Losing Nigeria and Australia, like we said, they're meaningless games. So hopefully we see a different team, and they're led by one of the better coaches in NBA history, um, who's very against the media right now and it's one of my favorite things ever if you've not listened to any of his interviews um but i think usa rolls through group a what do you think schaefer are those just the two what other teams are in group a there's a two beat i think i don't know i couldn't find it it's it listed as to be determined it was those two games and then a to be determined well if the, i mean for the two games given yes i like them just fine iran's gotta suck right like they got to be fucking horrible. Yeah, I there's not. I don't think there's a. There's got to be no NBA players on the Iranian team. No, I don't know about that. There's some names on the NBA rosters that are like drop dead. Who the fuck are up, you? Let me pull up the Iranian Olympic roster for you quick. <laughs> okay, I can't wait to hear you read it. There's you, no. First you don't think there's one? Oh, I found. I found who's in Group A: France, Iran, U.S., Czech Republic. Yep. Oh, the Czech? Sounds like Dubs. Sounds like a great hockey group. That sounds way better and way more entertaining than basketball. Okay, I'm opening the floor now to, to Team USA in the Olympics. What do you guys want to discuss? I got some things I'm barely – or ba- what in the world did I say? Barely, Bare, barely, barely. Very, uh, very excited about – I think women's soccer is going to be an absolute cash cow. Like, I truly think there's a lot of money to be made on our women's soccer team because they're so damn dominant. Like, Oh, the men beat Canada one, one other in the concap. I guess that's what I, I was saying. I think the men's more underrated. I think that no, underrated. they'll break your heart. Dude. The men have not been very good in a while. They failed to get in the last world cup. They, they basically have, they went down and won the concave or whatever. And then they played in the gold cup or something like that. It might've been reversed. Either way, the women's team is number one in the world, and it's not even close. Like how fair you can get them at you can get them at plus a hundred on DK to win gold. Who plus a hundred is respect odds, by the way. The women, yeah, yeah, because it's probably minus two something. Well, it's minus one sixty five, and everybody else is like the next close one is Netherlands at plus six (laughs) hundred. See what I mean? Cash cow. Like if you take them minus one and a half, which I'm thinking about, which is kind of unheard of. That's got to be minus one fifty for most games, though, right? They can't be that good of a value if they're that much of a favorite to win the whole thing. They're big favorites, but, like, there's lines on there that you can take. Olympic women's soccer. Let's check it out. Um, the, men, the men on the other side, did you guys I, – I actually watched that entire match with Canada. Um, my dad's a big uh, soccer guy, so I went over and watched it with him. The U.S. scores 20 seconds into the game and never scores no, again. There's never, never another goal. That's why it's tough to watch soccer. It's the 20 women? seconds. There's the women play Sweden. Gold, 
They're the oh most exciting. You can get them. You can get them at minus one and a half at plus one, plus one fifteen. Exactly. That's and listen, Sweden is plus seven fifty on the money line. We're minus two twenty. That's at three thirty a.m. Wednesday for you. You know, night owls that are going to be up and moving around for that, or you can wake up to a good win. Just wake up to a winner. Actually, that should be our goal: is to bet something in the Olympics and wake up at an insane amount of time, or maybe just like. Stay Let's do a live stream for it. Let's yeah, not at three. Yeah, at like three or four a.m. <laughs> yeah. Get up and watch. Who's it. up? Um, that'll no, be fun. That I agree, though. The women are just a far better team. Out looking at the sport separately, um, but the okay. men scoring twenty seconds into the game and then not scoring again against Canada. Granted, Canada's won their last eight matches and they're a better soccer like, team than they normally are. Yeah, they're decent. I mean, they haven't been, like, history-wise, but lately they've been pretty good. Um, but think about that. 20 seconds, you could either watch an entire scene of Jake Schaefer's sex life or the U.S. score once and then never score again. So that's, like, a tough thing to get into, right? Wow. <laughs> this is a gambling podcast. <laughs> Schaefer, if there was a line set on your sex life, it would be over under 20 seconds. You better fucking hammer the over. All right, I'm with that. I, I would take the under personally. I think it would be like plus 100. I love a good underdog. Um, okay. Wrapping up the Olympics, JP thinks the U.S. women's soccer team is the cash cow, the plays to watch. So look out for plays of the day. Um, sponsored odds provided by DraftKings Sportsbook there. And then I probably will bet basketball. I'm definitely going to take Iran's money line. I think it would be a great hit. Um, no, I probably won't. Okay, let's jump to a completely different topic. But before that, I would like JP to talk about the Vigit app. Man, Reese, what do you like more in the world? The Vigit app or grilled cheese? App. The Vigit app every time. See – Great thing about the Vigit app is you always have it. It's always there. You can have grilled cheese, but it's gone. You know, we always got the Vigit app. Here's the deal with the Vigit app. You get on the Vigit app, you put in code, it's just money, get yourself some free coinage, type in league or into our betting league with win 393 and put some bets up against us. We love that no matter what. Um, that's where all of our lines come from. That's where we put our plays of the day on, things like that. So we are very ecstatic to be a part of the Vigit app and to have them as a partner. Um, again, three nine three or win three nine three gets you into our betting league, and code it's just money gets you free bitcoins to have a great time with. Remember, no real money, but you win real rewards. Love it. I love the Vigit app. Um, thank you, JB, for that beautifully made up advertisement. That's why I wanted to put you on the spot. Shout out grilled cheese, by the way. Okay, let's cheese. jump to. <laughs> let's well, wait, jump. To, what? Grilled cheeses are awesome. That's why the Vigit app's better because grilled cheeses are incredible. But like, I, I do like love a good grilled, grilled cheese. Exactly. Grilled oh, cheese with tomato it. soup or without it? It depends on feeling. Oh, oh my god! Last time I had a grilled cheese yeah. in my life. I'm not gonna lie. It might be high school. For That's school lunch, Reese. You should definitely have one. Dude, they never you, say you grilled cheese at the house. Go make you some grilled cheese and then put in some Vigit app, please. Yeah. That's right. That'll be on our Snapchat tomorrow morning. I'm going to make a grilled cheese around 10 a.m. and then place some Vigit bets. Put in take a 87 bets to take down Craig. Yeah. Take Watch out, Craig. Craig. Here I I'm come, buddy. Okay, let's jump to college football. We have waited to introduce this topic, but we are going to discuss our three or four favorite win total lines for college football teams this year. 
It doesn't have to be any team in specific. It doesn't have to be Bama or Miami. It could be a low nobody team like an Ohio, somebody out of the Mac. There's no rules set with it. It's just lines that you like. There could be duplicates. I have four that I really like. And I'll let JP start it off since this was his beautiful idea and Schaefer to follow. Yeah, honestly, with me, I have, um, you know, a couple lined up that I was interested in. I got a couple that I'm a big fan of. Um, but I wanted to kind of read the room on this one. I know that I've been um, in a little bit of Schaefer, have been, you know, high on the Herm Edwards and JP. Daniels train and so the situation becomes uh, Arizona State has a win over under at nine right now and the situation that has become like one of the most popular picks to take their over at nine and it's like it's unbelievable how many people have jumped on that bandwagon now I'd like to say I was there first a while ago when Herm got there I was there so I just want you guys to take like what do you think about that Arizona State at nine like that that's that seems high. It seems high, yes. But they – I mean, the situation is they have a quarterback. They have a coach who's been there. They have guys coming back. They're in a Pac-12 where it's not very good. Is that like one of the highest scoring offenses in college last year too? The thing is, is I don't want to bet any Pac-12 team because I don't – they didn't show me anything last year. Nobody showed me anything. I don't know what to expect. Well, like, if, this, if this has any help – if this is any help with the outlook of the argument, I did take a Pac-12 team on this, but it's not Arizona State. And it's a team that I've seen a lot of the Sharps and a lot of college football personalities look at, and that's Washington. I think Washington yeah. could be a big team this year. They obviously were should have been in the Pac-12 ch- championship last year. Colorado mm-hmm. took their place due to some issues within the school. Their over-under is eight and a half. I think they easily go nine and three. So that's a line I really like at minus 120. Yeah, I think I, – I don't – I'm not going to play the Arizona State one. I'm, I would really want them to do well. But I do – I just think it's interesting that – Well, here's what I like about them so far. Their first six games are yeah. cakewalks. Yeah, I, I don't – I would – Southern Utah, UNLV, BYU on the road, Colorado at home, UCLA on the road, and Stanford. So Stanford is going to be solid. UCLA might have an issue. They have DTR back. Um, kind of a do-or-die season for, you know, UCLA, it feels like. Like, that's where I'm at on that. Like, he, they had cakewalks, but they also – Stanford's going to be good again. Like, I think they're going to be way better than people think. Um, You're not going to take them? You're not going to take the Wildcats at home in Manhattan when they come to town? Oh, no. I think huh. it's going to be bad. Schaefer, you mentioned BYU plays Arizona State this year at home. BYU's win total I have written down here is seven is the line. Obviously, they have the massive loss of Zach Wilson and some other offensive weapons, but do you feel like that's low for a team that's ranked 11th in the AP poll to open the year? I, I'm i going to be honest. I guess I haven't been looking at BYU. I cannot believe they're 11th in the AP poll. No shit. That's incredible. That does that seem very they didn't play anybody last year. Coastal. I mean, I get it. They they had a great talent, and we'll see how that talent pans out in the NBA. Or the NBA, Jesus Christ, in the NFL. Yeah. If Zach Wilson kills in the NBA, he <laughs> would be the best quarterback of all time. <laughs> this, no. is, this is what I have for BYU on schedule. You ready? Arizona. They should Good win game. that game. Utah. Arizona State. USF. Utah State. Boise State. 
Baylor. That's different. They're playing Baylor, Washington State, Virginia, Idaho State, Georgia Southern, USC. So they're not really dipping into the Power Five that much. USC? Yeah, last game of the year. Wow, that's a good game. So they play seven Power Five. Yeah, seven Power Five. They should teams, Baylor. But, Baylor's Baylor's. Yeah, but they play the bottom bottom of the barrel of the Pac-12 with Arizona, the bottom of the barrel of, or Baylor, and then they play USF and you know Utah would be middle of the road. Arizona State's supposed to be solid, so they have a decent tough uh, Seven seven seems pretty reasonable. Yeah, I think you, like, seven seems like you think that might be the exact number, and you'd push or you would take maybe they get eight. I mean, I feel like you're pretty push. That's why I like some of these flat yeah. numbers. So with a flat number, let's stay on that because I have one point that I will have for sure. I have one that my heart wants in really bad. And then the last one, Schaefer, I think is interesting. I think you'll be intrigued by it. Um, if it's so, a big 12 team, I'm all in. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Big uh, 10? <laughs> this is the team that I – this is the one that I think – would be awesome. I think it's got a great chance of happening. Um, we are sitting with Liberty at nine. I was thinking. Oh, I am. I. I taught. I was thinking about that. But here's what's going to shock you. I think I like the under. Why? I mean, schedule. Yeah, I have seen their schedule. It's kind of. I mean, it's tough for them. How do we know this Liberty? T- I get it. Willis is back. Whatever. He's going to be. Willis, if you ever say what's his butt again to my face, I swear. What did you say? Respect the name. Respect the name. I said Willis. You said what's his butt, all right? No, I said, what? I said Willis. I thought you he, said. He said, said Willis. Willis. <laughs> oh, you cut. It felt like you cut out and you are like, whatever his name is. No, I, no. Anyway, Jordan. <laughs> no, I, here, uh, let's go. I got it. Sorry, I'm gonna I have it right here. Because I was looking at it. I have it right here. Campbell? That, they got Lafayette, okay. Yes. Okay, yeah. Here's here's their tough games. In all honesty, um, Syracuse again. UAB, that'll be a yeah. tough game. Ole Miss, yes. Louisiana. That's a loss. They're playing at Ole Miss, losing that game. Okay, so they lose all three of those games. They're at nine. That you didn't say Syracuse either. I don't think Syracuse is even worth being in the ACC. Like they are not a good football team, and they're not going to be a football team. Like they're not good at all. I mean. I don't know. How, do you think Syracuse lets them win again? Isn't it on the road? What do you think? They're gonna. What do you mean let them? No, they're gonna get piss pounded. They're gonna <laughs> walk into the dome, and Liberty's gonna light that place on fire. No pun intended. I think uh, Troy's another sleeper pick for their one of their road. Isn't that a road game? Uh, yes, they play at Troy week two. That's. A, I think that's a sleeper pick. I think yeah, they can't think, sleep on that game. Troy's well, that's good. What I'm saying is, you gave me three games. I give you three games that are tough. If they lose all those and win the rest, you push. Yeah, it's going to – that's a little – that game – or that line's a little suspect for me. I, lo- I loved it at first. I had it down, and then I went back and looked at their schedule again. I'm like, there are a lot of up – there are a lot of coin flip games that I don't like just nine or only three losses. When I saw that Liberty was at nine, I immediately said it was an absolute stink line. Like, that line stinks like rotten shit, dude. That – I'm not touching that because eight and four and nine and three is yeah. like nine and three. That's where I think they'll be. So I think that line sucks. Okay, JP, let's get one of your actual pick. Liberty was an actual pick. That was one of the ones you liked a lot. It's what I like. I don't know if I like it a lot. I The one I will be taking for an absolute fact, and I know it's got a little juice on it, and not necessarily the best number, NC State 
over six at minus 139. I think NC State will be a sleeper in the ACC. I think they have a chance to really, um, you know, battle with teams in the ACC and a team conference that isn't very good outside of Clemson and North Carolina. I don't know about Miami. Nobody knows about Miami, but I will take NC State over six. I don't hate that. I, I don't it. hate that either. I thought about that too. NC um, State over six. Okay. NC State, first pick on the board. Now, second pick, I gave Washington. Schaefer, what's your first uh, choice or first line that you like? So I'm sorry. So NC State was JP's first pick? Yeah, yes. that's the only one I gave out. Like first It's year. not a draft style, though. If you duplicated you're, it, say you duplicated it. You're good. You're good. Okay, here is a pick that I just hate to take, but I have to because I just don't see any other way of this not hitting or pushing. It's Oklahoma at over 11 wins. Um, just 11. Okay, minus 120. I hate that. <laughs> what? Are you serious? Wow. Here's why. Because I think Oklahoma is really good, and I think their head over heels better than Big 12 stuff. But I think Iowa State has a real chance to beat them, and Oklahoma's always known okay. for bullshit loss. There's, okay, exact, exactly. You're pushing. There's not a chance in hell that team is losing two times this year. Not yes, a chance sir. in hell. So, yes, okay, that's what I'm saying. They're pushing. You get your money back, if anything. But that team is not losing – they're going to lose a dumb game like they always do in the middle of the year, early in the year. And then Iowa State's going to be a real problem for them. Okay. And I, I, I fucking hope that it, you're right. But this I'm team is – this Oklahoma team – I like this Oklahoma team to compete for a national championship. I think they're probably – Except three, for week four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll take that line. <laughs> Yeah, we looked. We looked. We talked earlier in our group chat. Uh, Oklahoma opened as a nineteen and a half point favorite September eighteenth against Nebraska. And if you have that available in your book, I wouldn't tell you to. All right, I'm going to tell you hammer that fucking line. <laughs> Nebraska is not going to be that good. Come on. I was going to say. Let me show. Let me tell you Oklahoma's um, schedule. They have Spencer TCU Rattler at, alone. No, the schedule. I say TCU at home. He ends up at the Heisman ceremony. They have TCU at home, West Virginia at home, Iowa State at home. They right. only the only road game they have to do is go to Bedlam. They have, in Stillwater. They have to play Oklahoma State, which Oklahoma State's not a bad team. But Nebraska at home, and they yeah, and they so the only forgetting that one Bowl is a neutral site game. So they don't have one tough road game this year. They have a cakewalk. Look at listen to their road games: Baylor, Kansas, Kansas State, and Oklahoma State. Like I said, that's it. Oh, I'm sorry, Tulane. Let me give you Tulane on the road. Ooh, cool helmets. Yeah, let, that is a. Cakewalk. <laughs> um, okay, well, if we're going to bring up the team, we might as well talk about the line about KU over under one. I saw yeah, that. I saw I that. That's that. funny. They got a dude. I USD. Yeah, South Dakota. First game of the year, I might might put some scramble on uh, the old Yotes. That would be a hell of a play. <laughs> um. Okay, I will uh, shoot it over to Reese to give his first pick of a line that he likes over under win total for college football. Um, the one that I saw that stuck out to me that we were talking before about like having hooks and stuff like this. I don't like having a hook on it just because I feel like going into like that last game of the year it can be sketchy for some guys but honestly you big 10 guys i wonder what you think of this uh indiana over eight wins plus 110 i don't know about indiana 
Like, I truly don't. I don't know what to think about that team. Like, I've been on both sides of the fence. Um, I like Tom Allen. I think Penix is solid. I just I, – I don't know. Like, I don't know until they really step on the field against – in Iowa. Re- I mean, you return nine starters on defense. If Penix can stay healthy, it's his third year. He had a hell of a year last year. Yeah, they played – they were – they had a good year last year. Like, they for sure they had a good year, but I don't think the Big Ten was very good last year. And I, th- I think they really took advantage of that in every scenario. Well, do you think it got that much better this year? That I'm on the same have? page yeah. as JP because you have those teams that would be wins normally in the Big Ten that are also now really competitive in Purdue and Northwestern, both teams that pretty much ruined Iowa's almost a perfect season last year. If they don't lose those games and Iowa goes 8-0 at the end of the year, those teams are now competitive. So now I don't know until Indiana puts the product on the field mm-hmm. if I can truly say they can beat a Northwestern or Purdue. Here's, here's what I mean by I think the Big Ten has gotten better, and I don't I don't know if I buy into Indiana's year last year. So they beat Penn State, obviously, as we know, on that very controversial call. I how that all ended. Oh, my God. Hello. Hello. Cowboy, come Get out. <laughs> That's JP's dog, if uh, you're listening in, actually <laughs> no, attacking his microphone. What a little shit. Anyway, uh, so Penn State won, which they probably should have lost if we look at that call a little closer. I, I think so, at least. And so Penn State's going to be way better. Michigan, I don't know. We don't know about Michigan. Ohio State's going to be great again. Wisconsin's going to be way better. And I just think – I don't even think they would finish in the top two in the East. And so I think they're going to – They don't have, even have Wisconsin. But I'm saying last year they played Wisconsin. So I'm saying the whole Big Ten's better. So that's what I'm trying – I'm trying to say, like – I mean, they, they got – so they have – for their out-of-conference, they got Idaho, Cincy, and, and Western Kentucky. I mean, you got to get probably two out of those three you would think they could get. Yeah, two out of those three, if not all three. They can get, I mean, six more. I mean, you got your Michigan State, Rutgers. I mean, Minnesota was down last year. Yeah, Minnesota's not going to be that – they had their one special year and it died yeah. in the stadium under the lights in a beautiful one. I don't know, JP. I've heard some rumblings through the college football world that Minnesota could, if they compete week one against Ohio State and possibly win that game, it's entirely on the table. If Minnesota beats Ohio State, I will personally jump in the river outside my apartment. No, no, no. Something worse. You got to pick something worse. You built that I, up too I'm much. Do with, I'll do whatever JP. Uh, does too, and I'm wearing a fucking Minnesota shirt. So uh, yeah. wait, wait, wait! I have an idea. No, I have an idea. Iowa, Iowa State game and yeah, wearing yeah. their other team shirt. No, that's stupid. I'd never do that. That's what uh, I will Bad. let you. We'll do like a shaving cream pie or something like that, and you guys can like pie us in the face or something stupid like that. I don't know. Something for content, a little content love on it. Uh, if Minnesota beats Ohio State week one, I will get a tattoo of the state I of will- Minnesota. I will shave my head. I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I will get a tattoo of the state of Minnesota somewhere upon my body. On your butt cheek. Sure. I'll get a t- t- tattoo of the smallest tattoo of the state of Minnesota on my ass cheek. With the M <laughs> that in. No, I'm not putting the M on my, my body. No, that's too far. That's where we draw the line. I don't row the boat. You're from Minnesota, JP. You should be on the fucking – Oh, yeah, you should, but Relax. So you I'm better do it. I'm from Iowa. All right. Okay, I'll jump to my second team. I really like their line, and I think you guys can get behind me on this. I like La Tech over four and a half wins. You, Ooh, let's go. That's that my other one. That's my other one. Yeah, yeah. we're on it. Let's we're go, buddy. JP, you in? I'm in, but I, I just don't know how they're going to be. They got a lot to figure out. But, but they have what's their schedule? 
Listen to their schedule. It's I not do. good. I'll At Mississippi it. State, probably a loss. Their first four games are tough. Southeast Louisiana, SMU, North Texas, at NC State, definitely a loss. At UTEP, UTSA, at Old Dominion, at UAB, Charlotte, Southern Miss, and Rice. There's five wins in there. I think there's close to five wins, yeah. Yeah, they got Old Dominion. Not close. It's got to be over four (laughs) and a half. You can't win four and a half, Jordan. Here's a stat for you. Close. You could be at six and be close to five. I got a stat. They've won less than five games only once in the last 10 years. Schaefer, fire me up. Tickle my balls, buddy. I'm putting it. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they just – they're kind of like Kansas State because I looked at Kansas State's over. um, And they just don't – they're they're always average. They don't ever have under 500 seasons. It's the fucking Conference USA. It's yeah, not exactly. I just I don't know. It's not like for, they. For some reason in my head, when you just said Kansas State, do you think you could kill Bill Snyder with one punch? I feel like I could fucking push him over, and he'd probably die. <laughs> okay, keep going. I was, I just had to ask that question. <laughs> Uh, no, I think that it, they have their best player back, Smoke Harris. He's an absolute stud. They struggled in the running game last year, yes. And, yes, they haven't figured out both of the quarterback situation. But I feel like they had a lot of potential in Anthony. I thought that Anthony was really, really good. I think he got hurt in that bowl oh, game, yeah. if I remember. Yeah, messed up. I got I had him, him in the bowl game, and he got hurt, and then everything went to shit after that, but they were a really good football team when he was on the field. I think if he stays on the field, they are easily – they can get five wins. Well, I think what's – They're not the conference is what's going to fuck them. Their defense started to come around, too, as the year went. Like, they yeah. started to keep And, them and they game. returned 10 starters on defense, too. I saw that. They returned yeah, 10 like, guys. They were breaking a lot new in on the deck. Like, they had a couple guys, you know, leave for the draft and, the, you know, in the secondary. But I think, honestly, like, if you return 10, like – He's just one of those coaches. He's just like – he's kind of like a Ferentz, like a Bill Snyder. Like, you're never – you might have a great year, but you're never going to have a terrible year. So, I I don't know. I definitely see them getting five. I have one more that I like that I think would just be electric to, you know, watch. Texas A&M over nine and a half plus 100. I haven't looked at their schedule. That's tough. That is, but that'd be such a wild ride. Like, I'll be all in on Texas A&M. Why not? I'm not a Texas A&M team or guy. To be completely, I mean, that's gonna be ten wins. I mean, plus one hundred SEC. Yeah. Did you guys know that all the SEC fields, besides like two of them, are grass? Yeah. Yeah. Let me find a schedule for (laughs) you. Yeah, look at. I gotta go fuck myself. (laughs) So you did know. This is 100% worth – this is – listen. They don't play anybody. My this point exactly. They don't – like, their cross-divisional is not strong. No, they yeah. don't. Yeah. Any given Sunday. Kent, Kent State, Colorado, New Mexico. That's their first three, like three yeah. bad teams. I like the Golden Flashers. Mississippi State, Alabama, Missouri, South Carolina, Auburn, Ole Miss, Prairie View A&M, LSU. They are in uh, – That's actually – shockingly bad i didn't know it was that bad then, yeah. like okay alabama there's one game that's in question i'll give At you home, no not question. saying yeah, that's a loss bad. i'll give you if it, we'll, we'll pick three games that are in question alabama that's number one lsu and i mean do you want to say auburn or you want to say old Miss? i was gonna say missouri on the road that was mine 
more as than a trap game. More, yeah, more than at Auburn at home. Kent State's a trap game. Golden <laughs> flashes are sneaky. Watch out for the flashes. I, that was I would say one that I probably will play too. After hearing that, that I can I can see ten wins. I can see yep, ten. That was my last one. That's one I like. Those two, NC State, Texas A and M. Okay. Feels like A and M always fucks up though. Like they just they find a way, no matter how good they are. Fair what did they do last year that fucked up? One loss to Alabama. A throttle. Uh, it was throttled. They were Who throttled. Who the bowl game? North Carolina. North Carolina. After all those guys hit the over, there. baby. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the over was scary. I was a sweat. Yeah, it was. We were sweating that out. We got it though. Um, okay, my next team. I think Jake might kiss me, but I think it's Iowa State over nine wins. I I'm glad somebody else talked about it, not me, because I didn't want to be that guy. But yeah, I think Iowa State wins ten games. Nine, yeah, nine game. I just don't see them. Whoa, the whoa, whoa. don't say it like that. Nah, fucking nine games. I would <laughs> no. kill somebody to win nine. Games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being You're honest. Having one good year and be like, oh, only nine wins. <laughs> if they if they lose if they beat Iowa, those odds turn into like minus two fifty to win yeah. over nine games. If, if they, they get die, past like, Iowa, there's that's it's a lock. Yeah, and it's minus one thirty right now, so there's great value there. You're basically betting on one game, um, but I think you, that you see that team, and I think a lot of people would agree with me in a, probably a Big Twelve title situation again. Yep, I'm not gonna play that because no, but wow, it's good. Jordan. It's good. I'll, pick. Not, I'll not at it. Um, okay, my last one, and I truly believe in this one because I started paying attention to them late in the year last year. The Mountain West reigning champion, San Jose State, over eight wins. I think they go nine and three pretty easily. I don't know. Um, the Mountain West, their schedule, Mountain West-wise, obviously a cakewalk. They returned pretty much every starter, and nine out of the 11 positions on both sides of the ball are seniors or returning starters. Yeah, I mean, that's always goes a long way in smaller conferences. Like, I feel like that there's a lot of reason MAC teams get crazy good and things like that year in and year out. But I don't know. It's such a, like, You're talking such about a, a team that never lost in the regular season last year. They were 7-0. and Yeah, just a crazy year for them. So, like, it's – I mean, you're going to – there's great years and then there's good programs. So, I mean, that's going to be the thing for me. I just think getting to seven there and asking them for two more and their non-conference is not very good either. Um I think minus 115, it's a great value. And I think they're a great football team, pretty under the radar last year. They would have been in our, um, what do they call it, group of five college football team playoff. Um, good team. So I like San Jose State over eight wins. Okay. Finish up, Schaefer and Reese. Do you have any more? Yeah. Um, I was going to put um, Iowa State in there, but I'm glad somebody picked up, so I won't. Um, I am going to do – First one is Cincinnati over ten minus one hundred and five, almost plus one. I don't, I don't hate that, but I just think there's so many questions. They really challenged themselves this year. They need to get through their first four games. Okay, they got Miami of Ohio. Okay, Murray State, and then they have back-to-back road games of um, Indiana and Notre Dame. They do have a bye bye week between Notre Dame, so. Um, that is something to look at. I just think that – I think they're going to beat Indiana. Like like JP said, I don't think Indiana's really something that's going to scare anybody this year. And honestly, what, what special is Notre Dame? I think there's no way they don't split 
either of those, those games. I don't see which one they do beat. I don't know which one they will, which one they won't. But I see no possibly no way that they don't split those uh, those games. Then they got SMU at home. That's huge. UCF at home. That's huge. Tulsa at home. They have so many good home games. The road games aren't tough. Um, Eastern Carolina, USF, fucking Tulane, and Navy. So I said, East, what, I said East Carolina. You said Eastern. Whatever. Okay. So um, <laughs> easy road games. If they split, I shouldn't say easy road games because they do go at Indiana at Notre Dame, but their conference away games are easy. If they split that Notre Dame-Indiana two weeks, I think that they should be just fine at 10 wins. Their defense is back. Ritter's back. Mm-hmm. And that right. was a team that was actually legit last year. And it's fickle. Yeah. Always put a good – you can always, you know, feel good about win totals with a great coach at, you know, at the helm. And I think Fickle's just – I think he's one of the best coaches on the market right now, like, obviously. Like, he's going to get a – every big name job that comes up, his name's on the market for. So, I, I really like Fickle. I really like Ritter. And I really do think that team is – a legit problem for like everybody on their schedule. And my second play is someone I was shying away from, but it's, it's bringing me back in. The more I think about it, I, I, I like it. Um, UNC uh, North Carolina at over nine and a half. They don't play really anybody. They have Notre Dame on the road. Okay. They got Miami at home. Um, and they have, they end the season with NC State on the road, but that's that's really it. They start first game with Virginia Tech on the road, um, but God, they don't play anybody, and they don't play Clemson. Okay, I I don't know. I I love nine and a half. I think this is a ten, maybe eleven win team. But Mac Brown does usually find ways to fuck his season up. Wow. But that's that's oh, my hell, baby. <clears throat> Okay, we got to talk about one of the – we already talked on BYU being at seven for an over-under. How about the team right before him, Northwestern? Six and a half is the line there, over-under wins total in the year. I don't know. I, I, Northwestern's always a problem for Iowa. They always have – they're always sticklers in the West. Um, the best game of the year, the, the bet of the year, the under in that game. Always. I just don't – 17 and a half. <laughs> you say that, but last, like, before last year, the years before, it was like – 40 to 10 and like you pretty high scoring stuff. I took the under last year it hit. It was like 24 20 or something like that, wasn't it? Yeah. And it was the over under was 48. Take it. Correct. Fuck yeah. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how Northwestern's gonna be. I think they have a lot of question marks. Usually the, the year players. people think Northwestern's gonna be good is the year they suck. So exactly. What happened two years ago? And it's usually the years that people don't expect them is when they start winning games. Last year. That's <laughs> Quite literally last year, the year before. Like two years in a row, two perfect examples. Yep. Because weren't they really good three years ago? And that isn't that their other Big Ten t- title game? The they were really good. They were like eight and four and won the West. It was it was a yeah. bad year for the West. Exactly. JP, what do you think about eight and a half for Iowa? I mean Again, like, we have so many issues and question marks at the moment. We have a great sec- defensive secondary. We're going to have to work on that defensive line. Uh, linebacking core should be fine. It's, it, it comes down to whether Peters steps up and plays well or not, like, in all honesty, because they have the offensive line. They have the run game. Like, it all comes down to what this kid does. And I think he's going to have not a short leash, 
But if he goes in and plays like shit Iowa State week and something like that, they'll pull a plug. Like, I think he literally defines if we win seven games or ten games. Like, that is it. You can, get, you can get Petrus to win the Heisman at plus 20,000 if you think yeah. value there. By the way, How he's on the fucking board is insane. Speaking, Adrian Martinez is on the board, dickweed. Yeah. They put everybody <laughs> out there. Speaking of uh, quarterbacks in Iowa in the Heisman run, why is Purdy that high? What's it? I haven't looked. What's he at? Brock? Because yeah, he's a beast. He's does, Spence, does Spence still have that goatee? Because if he's got that goatee, give me the under on wins. That <laughs> thing looks like shit. I just, I just, I'm not a big fan of like I like Purdy. He's a great quarterback, but he's not a game changer. He's not a game stop. Like you know what I mean? Like, and he's had his issues, man. And I just, yeah, I, I, I know he has his three, four interception games. Usually, one Brock starts with the letter B. B starts with the letter B. Take Brock Purdy to win the Heisman. No, No, I, I think if I gave you the top four choices. In the Heisman running, so if I gave you like Rattler, Rattler Howell, Howell, um, who else is in the running? Rattler, Howell, I saw was up there, and yeah, Ukulele was second. The top four odds, or you get the field. John Robinson from Texas. Yeah, probably John. So like, if I gave you those four, would you take the one of those? Like those four, would you take the field? The field, definitely the field. field. 100%. Field as I well. Think, I think Howell's a good pick, though. They are all over Spencer Rattler right now. And like, yeah, he's good. He's very good. But dude, I mean, you are hype. You know who got more hype than that? Last guy that I knew that got that much hype before the season started. Who? Oh, it was just last year. Trevor Lawrence they didn't even get close. They didn't ever want a Heisman. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty damn good quarterback, man. Yeah, just went number one overall. It never won a Heisman. I just think that there's really nobody to hype up this year. That's why they're hyping him up so much. I think this is one of the higher percent chances for a wide receiver to win the Heisman. Um, obviously, Devonta Smith last year, but running backs have a great year. Chris Olave. Chris Olave. 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 I don't know. I think it's a lot. <laughs> yeah, Shavers Mayweather knows his laptop. That's what that was. Oh, that was loud as shit. Yeah. yeah. The people just turned down the, their stereo in their car because of that. Yeah, scare the shit. Turn so it back up, bitches. We're here. <laughs> um, I I think he has extreme value in the Heisman race. He was a monster last year, and I think he has an even bigger year. Okay. Well, hold on. Hold on. What about that dude? What about the dude from Oklahoma? What? That's a rattler. That's a rattler? No, the running back. Oh. Uh, Adrian Peterson? Let's see. Lamondre. You graduate? Yeah, Stevenson graduated. He transferred in from Tennessee. Lamondre Stevenson graduated. I don't know. I I'm not. I'm sure their backup's good. I don't know who he is. Well, I have no idea. I was just saying that that did last year, who was like 245 and just a bulldog. No, that was yeah. That was Lamondre Stevenson. Yeah, he's. Have Eric Gray coming in from now. Tennessee. He was a former five star back. Brees Hall's got to be up there. He's yeah, he is. Purdy. He is. He's up there. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that. <laughs> Throwing a scratch on an Iowa State fucking player to win the Heisman's really realistic, to be completely honest. But who knows? Okay, that wraps up our touches on college football for the so, week. I gotta ask. I, we gotta go over. We did everybody else's team. Parks, Nebraska under six and a half. Uh, yeah. I think it's under. Um, I think they win five to six games, maybe. 
Um, it's the 10th toughest schedule in the country. Let's um, see. They got, always... they got Iowa, Wisconsin, Ohio State. That's back-to-back-to-back weeks, by the way. Yeah. They got oh, Michigan, which is eh, whatever. But they have Buffalo. We, we don't know about Buffalo with the new coach. They got Oklahoma on the road. <laughs> Minnesota on the road. <laughs> They have a tough. They have a tough. Uh, let me see. Six week stretch in their their uh, Big Ten run. Yeah. Nope. They do, and uh, they open up in Champaign, Illinois, which is not usually a great game for the Huskers. Illinois, Nebraska has not been kind to Nebraska in the last few years, so I'm a little nervous for that alone. Um, I think under is the move there. I don't think they hit seven wins this year, and I'm fully prepared and I am willing to say that. So. But I'll cheer for him. I it's hope not, it goes over. I just don't think realistically. Better it's find out how bad the boys want it. No shit. Not enough star power. Not enough, not enough talent at quarterback. Not enough star power. Everybody's leaving. I just Unless Scott can leaving. fire him up and get the boys going. Yeah, no, there's some good young recruits that you'll see this year. I think you'll see split time. There's a quarterback from Corning, Nebraska, that I think will play the role of Luke McCaffrey, um, also backed up by Logan Smothers, who is going to be – a force of nature in a few years. Um, so I hope um, he was really, really good this spring. Um, look in the spring game. So I think there's some high hopes to come. I think realistically, and this is the first time I've ever said this out loud to you guys, I think Frost has two years left. And if he doesn't get it done within those two years, then I think there's a change going to be made. That's probably pretty accurate. Yeah. So, Frost is melting. Yeah. The, no, it never was fucking, it never even got cold, dude. He's 12 and 20. <laughs> I'm just trying to do a realistic. If you talk to some old That's fucker in Lincoln, they'd probably be like, I like Frost. He's a good man. No, I, I need him to figure it the fuck out because I'm tired of watching the product that he puts on the field. I'm tired of watching third and 10 bubble screens and I'm tired of running an offense like the big, cha- the big 10 is going to change overnight and we're going to be able to run bubble screens until the game is over. It's not going to happen and we have to figure it out until hey. then. We're not going to win six hey. games. Hey, what? We're hoping the Big Ten has to adapt to us. We don't have to adapt. Yeah, that was four years ago. Fuck <laughs> We adapted all right. We we just basically wrote a W in the comments <laughs> time we saw, and we didn't have to show up. Are you talking about Iowa or the Big Ten? The Big Ten. Oh. Eh. Nah, Nebraska hasn't been that bad overall in the Big Ten. They've taken care of the teams that are been dog shit in that league for years. Um. Yeah, so under. I think that's the play. And now that I'm frustrated, it's time to wrap up this fucking episode of it. No, it's, uh, it's time to wrap up this episode of the It's Just Money podcast. It was a fun episode. We touched on college football there at the end. We're super excited to bring you our college football previews here within the coming weeks. A lot of info. We have a lot of takes. College football is our favorite time of the year, and it's just around the corner. So I want to thank you for joining us, and we will see you all next time. Play piano. Love you, Mom.